were all just playing and doing whatever, and we started getting the really bad smell. And when I turned around, not even 10 feet from me, it was standing there and it was huge. The fear kicked in and I ran. Welcome to the Cryptid Creatures Podcast. I'm Brian, and with me as always is my co-host, Todd. What's going on, buddy? Hey, Brian. What's happening, man? Man, you know, just getting ready for another great show tonight. Me too, me too. You know, I was doing some thinking earlier today about the guests that we've talked to, and we've talked to a spectrum of people around the United States. We've had, uh, what, we've had Florida, Skunk Encounter. Yep. Uh, Maine did Maine. Yep. We did uh, uh, Oregon. Yep. Hiking with Bigfoot. Yep. Um, uh, Indiana. Yes, Indiana. Michigan. Michigan. Missouri. Missouri. Where else? Anywhere else have we done? Texas and Texas. Texas, we did the Lizard Man, yes. So we've been around yeah. a little bit already in our first 10, 11 yeah. episodes, you know. And tonight we're going to be talking to another Maine person. Uh, apparently, there's a lot of Bigfoot area up in, up in Maine up there. We talked about how wilderness. Yeah, sounds like a hot spot up there. So how much this wilderness is... was up there and all that stuff? Yeah, a lot more than I I thought there was. Right on, right on. So I think we got a good good yeah. uh, show and good encounter for the folks tonight on the show. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like it. So I'm excited about this one. Appreciate all the listens. Uh, it's funny because I was listening to an episode. Brian, today that we just released and said we were at a thousand listens when really we're at two thousand. So as we release the episodes, our, our, our listens grow. By the time they get out, uh, we're we're way more than what they say. So we're really, I think we're close to two thousand now. So yeah, yes we are. We appreciate everyone listening and um, Boy, the support we. for sure. Heck yeah, man! It's just blowing our mind how much you guys are really enjoying the show and and. Uh, and the numbers that we're getting, it's, it's, we had no idea it was going to go this big, this fast. No, so we thank didn't. you all. Thank you. Thank you all. Yes. Thank you all. And, uh, keep on listening and share, share with your fam- uh, family and friends as well. And, and absolutely um, help keeping us grow. We're going to have a website, some merchandise coming out really soon. So I yep. um, hope to just share this with everybody. A lot of stuff coming down the pipe. Yeah, absolutely. For the old cryptid creatures. Absolutely. We may get in some video. You never know some documentary here. So yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that coming up in a later episode. But you know what, Brian? We got to quit rambling. Once we hammer out the details. Right. Yes. We got to bring our guest on. Yep, let's do this. We got Janelle tonight. Janelle comes from Maine. She's going to talk about her encounter. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Sounds like fun. I'm excited. You ready to bring her on? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do this. All right, let's do it. Here we go. Janelle, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Nice to be here. Yeah, yeah we, thanks for coming on and doing this. Appreciate you. Appreciate appreciate you coming on so much. Yeah. So Janelle, you you come from Maine. Um, yes. We, we had a guest on earlier, Michael, who you who you know. Um, you guys yeah. are are on a Maine Bigfoot Foundation together, um, yeah. Facebook page. But um, 
you've had some encounters and, and, and a couple things happened, but you had a main encounter, <laughs> no pun intended. Um, your, 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 your main encounter was when you were uh, 10 years old, but, um, main encounter you, in Maine. Right. Before you go into that, I mean, tell us about your upbringing. I know you were young when you saw it. Did you believe in Bigfoot before you, before you had your encounter or, or what did you know about that? I had never heard of it up until my dad had his incident just a couple of weeks prior to mine. Okay. Wow. Why don't you tell us? Never, no clue, had never heard the name, didn't have any idea what it was. Okay. Why don't you tell us about your dad's um, encounter before you go into yours? Um, dad worked in the woods. Uh, he worked in different locations. He would be in a certain part of the state during a certain time of the year. And then as the weather would dry up, he would move to a different location. And um, when it was time to cut firewood for the house, he would do that on the hill behind our house. And he was up there on his skitter. His brothers had been up there working with him in the morning. They had come down. He decided to cut a few trees down and then head for home. While he was on his skitter, he started hearing howls. So he stopped the skitter and he saw it walking around in circles, around and around him. It kept um, screaming, howls. He kept saying it was making a sound like, hey, hey, hey. And then when he didn't get down, it started throwing rocks at his skitter. Um, one of them big enough to dent the top of the hood on the skitter. Wow. Um, he, at that point, got nervous, which in my entire life, I had never seen him scared of anything. Um, he grew up in the woods spent all his time in the woods. Um, when he came home that day, I had locked the front door, which I never did. And he got to the door and he busted the door to get in um, because he was so scared of whatever was following him. Um, But as he came down the hill headed for home, it paralleled him and followed him all the way down the hill the whole time breaking trees over he said they were four or six inches around and it was just busting them down doing the same thing the howls the screams the um hey hey thing i'm i'm not sure exactly what that means but i've heard other people say it since so um huh. once he got home he proceeded to tell us what he had seen and he called a friend of his who was in the warden service and he came to the house and took a report and um, did as much as he could do. They went up and they looked at the trees. Um, they found a few tracks, but there was nothing castable. A Probably about three or four days after that, um, it was probably 11, 12 o'clock at night. Um, Dad had said that something was in the pig pen and he yelled to me to grab his big light and go with him. So we ran outside and he had me shine the light down towards the pig pen and you could hear the pig just squealing and screaming. And it was like, you could hear it banging off the the walls of the pig pen. And um, so I lifted the light and just as I lifted the light, he lifted his gun and he couldn't shoot because whatever it was ran out of the pig pen and on two legs and for the woods. Mm. And shortly after that, it was either the next morning or the morning after I found a 14 inch track in the garden, which was right beside the pig pen. 
the wardens came out again. They casted the track. Um, took that, some pictures. Um, the newspapers had got involved at this point. Um, I know you're on the group now, Todd. I don't know if you saw the newspaper articles that are on there. Those were from my dad. Okay. Yeah, I think I did. I'm going to go check um, them out again for sure. Yeah, they're, they're in there. They're in the photos. If you look, you'll see them. Okay. Um, anyway, so at that point, my dad had said, I don't want you guys in the woods. I want you to stay out, stay away from the woods as much as you can. Um, don't go down in the back of the field. So us being kids, we didn't listen. Did this all happen around the same time, just kind of out of nowhere? Or had you guys had things yes. going on in prior years nope. before nothing was no, nope. no, no clue, nothing like out of nowhere, this nothing, stuff just started taking place. Nothing in prior years. And I don't know if it's a fact or not. My dad had an S a guess about what was going on. Um, at the same time this was happening, there were forest fires burning up in the Moxie uh, area, which is north of us, uh -huh. and in um, the western part of the state up north. His theory was he thought it had burned them down. I think that's I don't know. I mean, because nobody that had ever sense. seen anything like that anywhere near there. I mean, where my dad had his sighting, my cousin had got lost up there for three days. He'd never saw anything the whole time he was up there. Right. Not even the deer he was looking for. Um, wow. <laughs> but wow. anyway, so we decided to go in. And um, while we were there, we were all just playing and doing whatever. And we started getting the really bad smell. And I looked at my older cousin. He's the same age as me. And I said, we better get out of here. You know, dad's going to get mad. So we started running up through the garden back towards the house. And just as we started to get into the garden, I remembered and I can't remember to this day. I it's so fuzzy. I can't remember what I went back for. I went back to grab something I had left and I went in, bent down and picked it up. And I heard like a little snap behind me. And when I turned around, not even 10 feet from me, it was standing there and it was huge. I mean, when I say tower over me, I granted I was, I was small <laughs> and I was only 10, but it was so big. It had to have been at least seven or eight feet tall. So you and, guys were um, playing, you guys were playing in it. You said there was a cabin back there that you were playing in. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't a real cabin. It was just like a, a area in the woods where there was no leaves or, I mean, no, um, grass or any weeds or anything growing so it was all bare okay it was a just empty spot in the woods and we called it our cabin okay gotcha oh, okay so you turn around and you so, see um, you see this thing standing there 10 feet away what's it doing what's it look like what's going on well people have asked me so many times what it looked like and the only thing i can tell you is that its fur was multicolored it was long. It had the flat nose, um, dark, dark skin on its face, um, like leather, withered. I, I, you know, it's like really wrinkly. I, I remember that so clear. Um, and it looked just like the Patterson film as far as body shape, but the fur color was completely different. It was longer. It was um, 
just all multicolored. It was gray and brown and black and red, all just mixed together. Hmm. Um, like it was older. That's all I could think of is it was old mm -hmm. because it just stared right. at me. And I stared back at it for a few minutes and then the fear kicked in and I ran. It never tried to chase me. It could have got me in one step, but mm -hmm. it didn't even try. It didn't come out. It didn't. I never saw it come out behind me into the field, anything. It <clears throat> must have gone back where it did came it, from. I, I don't know. Did that look, did it look more like hair or fur? It looked like hair. All right. It was long hair. What was it? Uh, what was its facial expression? Was its mouth open? Was it, was it just. No, no, it just, it was just as calm and just its mouth was closed and it just stared at me. What did the, it uh, didn't, the eyes look like? Sorry. Honestly, I can't tell you. Hmm. Um, I think uh, by the time I looked at it and it was looking at me, I, that's when the fear kicked in. It was a matter of seconds, honestly, just seconds. Mm -hmm. Wow. Just enough so that parts of it were in my mind and I still dream about it. <laughs> I, mm -hmm. I just. Do you think it looked more. I can't more, tell you what the eyes looked like. Do you think it looked more human like or more gorilla like? More gorilla like. Okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, it definitely didn't look like a person i think i say that but it's more just because i think of the nose and the way the face was shaped the face was very long um it did have the concave head i can tell you that mm -hmm. um i say i didn't see shoulder i mean a neck it because that's to me it didn't look like it had a neck it just looked like it went right straight to its shoulders right um mm -hmm. I don't know, you know. So after I, you ran back. Just a 10-year-old looking at it. <laughs> right. Right. After you ran back to the house, uh, what did you do? Um, I went to my dad. I told him by this, by this point, the newspapers had gotten hold of him and people had started making fun of him. Somebody had posted a sign. Um, I don't even remember what it said. Bigfoot lives here or something mm -hmm. um, near, near our road yeah. and they had ridiculed him so badly that when I went and I told him, he said, you shut your mouth. Don't you ever tell anybody what you saw ever. That's just crazy. And he said, I'm talking about your mother, your sister, everybody. I don't want anybody knowing about it. And I never did mm -hmm. until I got married. And then I told my husband. Wow. And um, then I saw my cousin who was in the woods with me. Oh, probably four or five months ago. And he reminded me of soon after that, there was a day that was really, really foggy. You couldn't see hardly 20 feet up the road. And the road that I was on, that we grew up on, you were lucky if you saw a vehicle come by once a day. Mm -hmm. And so we used to play in the road all the time. And we had been out in the road when we were skateboarding and doing a bunch of other games in the road. And um, I had gone back into the house and all the kids came running in saying that there was a bear crossing the road. And okay. my cousin Bobby said to me, like I said, a few months ago when I saw him, he said, you do know that wasn't a bear that day. And I said, what are you talking about? He says, remember the day that Danielle said that the bear crossed the road? And I said, yeah. 
And he said, well, he says it walked on two legs and he said, and it was moving pretty fast and it went up the hill on the other side of the road on two legs. And I said, wow. so they saw it too. They just didn't realize at the time that's what it was they saw. And when was so, this compared to your sighting? How much time? Uh, about two weeks later. Oh, okay. Did anything happen so, after um, that? Huh. Yes, actually. Okay. <laughs> um, really? About the same time as my sister had saw the what they thought was a bear, um, my uncle, who was in his 80s at the time, came was coming to the house to visit. And his wife, who was really frail and not supposed to drive was driving when they pulled in the yard and she was going so fast that she almost hit my dad's car. And so my dad ran out and was like, what's going on? And she's like, something happened down the road. And dad's like, what do you mean something happened? And she's like, we saw something. And they had to carry my uncle in the house. He ended up having to go to the hospital after because they thought he was having a heart attack. Oh my gosh. Um, But down the road from our house, uh, trying to think how many miles it would have been probably four miles down the road there was a big open field and as they were driving to the house they saw it standing in the field and they said it was bending down and grabbing dandelions and sticking them you know stuffing them in their mouth like it was eating so my dad went back with my aunt so she could show him where it was and they looked at the spot and it looked like it had been there for quite a while. It was all the dandelions and stuff were all matted down. And he said the smell was so horrible still. They couldn't believe how bad it stunk. Janelle, can you, describe, after that, can you describe mm-hmm. the smell that you smelled when you were 10 years old and had your encounter? It was horrible. It was a smell of like skunk, something dead, garbage all mixed together. It was just awful. That's, I've smelt bear. I've I've hunted with my dad. I trapped with my dad. Hmm. I've smelt a lot of bear. It was nothing like a bear. It just was like you were going to be sick, violently hmm. sick, just smelling it for too long. Hmm. We've heard that before. Yeah, we get that. Yeah, we get that same huh? report from. We got that same Sorry, report from just about everybody. Yeah. 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 Garbage, wet I dog. Um, yeah. This yeah, I, dead, I dead body. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's so. the dead body thing with that with the skunk smell. I was just oh, just overwhelming. It it burnt yeah. your nose. Mm-hmm. It was awful. Yeah. Um. Couple days right. after, um, my uncle had saw it. Um, a neighbor down the road from us, or at an at the intersection of our road and another road, um had been outside playing with her kids. She decided to run in the house and grab her laundry basket and hang her laundry up. And when she walked back outside with her laundry, she said a female and a young walked across her back lawn, across the road and up the hill onto the other side of the road towards the ski area that we have in town. Wow. And then my dad had another sighting. (laughs) Oh, did he? What was that one? um, Right after that one, um, he was with one of his friends and his wife. They, dad used to, um, he'd trap for like skunk in the summertime so that he could get the scent to use for traps 
in the winter when he was doing his regular trapping. Mm -hmm. And so he had set a few traps and him and his friend were going to check the trap line and his wife went with him. And when they crossed the road and went up onto this other road where the ski area is, um, they got almost to the field that they had to turn down in and it was standing in the road in front of them urinating. And my dad stopped the truck, went to get out, and it ran back towards the ski area. Your dad got out of the your dad got out of the truck. What was he gonna do? He got out. (laughs) Yeah, what was he gonna do? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't have a clue. Did he have a gun with him? Huh? He always had a gun with him. (laughs) Even on his skitter, which is why I never figured out why. I think I think it's because he wouldn't shoot the night we saw it running down the field from the pig pen. We had to kill the pig. It had mutilated the pig. Really? Wow. There was wow. blood on the walls, on the ceiling. You so your mom never hit the wall. Your mom never knew any, any of this, Janelle? She knew about my dad's, but she never knew about mine. She okay. knew about everything that had happened with dad. Okay. So she did, she so, told me to keep my mouth shut, and I did. Yeah. And it scared me to the point where um, one night I was in the living room alone watching TV. Everyone else had gone to bed, and my mom had a set of candle holders. They were um, tinted glass, red glass, and they were up on top of the cupboard in the kitchen. And the light from the living room was shining through and shining two red dots on the window <laughs> and I was determined it was out there. <laughs> so I went flying down the hall and I got my dad and he went running outside and he's like, wait a minute. It's like 12 feet up to that window. <laughs> he's like, that would be impossible. <laughs> Let's hope so. Then they realized it was the candle holders. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, we're going to move those candle holders. Well, I would be that way too. I mean, I'd, I'd be, how, how are things nowadays? Have you had anything since then? I mean, in, in, in your... where um where my dad had his sighting up on the hill if you go down over the other side of that hill is the place where i take my kids fishing my grandkids fishing um we my my son was in high school actually he just graduated from high school and one of his friends was graduating and his friend's parents have a camp and that they call it the notch And they have a camp in there. So um, they were having a graduation party. They were all drinking, um, got a little out of control. They used to have this, um, at the back of this kid's camp, there's a large ravine. And there's a big bog that runs down through it. And they used to target practice. There was a sign they had put up. with a. They'd gone over on the other side of the ravine with a boat and put a sign up so that they could shoot at it. So they were target practicing, and all of a sudden, they saw something walking through the bog. And the bog is about five feet deep at that time. It's deeper now. Um, This was 2002, I believe. And um, as they're walking through the bog, as it was walking through the bog, a couple of the kids decided to take spotlights and light it up and realized that it had red glowing eyes and was walking in the middle of the bog and still had five feet sticking out of the water. Oh, wow. Wow. And it freaked them out so bad that they all came home. And my son today will discuss it and start crying. And his friend wow. that owns the camp won't talk about it at all. 
he did for a little while and now he won't even discuss it because from what he told my son a few weeks after that incident him and his mom were sitting in the living room area of the camp and saw it walk by the window and his mom won't go back to the camp now doesn't mm. years that's crazy wow sure. so i know you were young when you saw yours but did it did it change you i mean did it change you for life it did you know it did yeah oh, don't have to did you go back out in the woods at I all i can't uh, i'm obsessed <laughs> okay i i need to find it <laughs> do you so you still you still go looking for bigfoot i do do you okay i do awesome nice um my daughter and i took my granddaughter fishing down in that brook i was just talking about mm-hmm. um last summer and i got a uh, 16 inch track by the edge of the brook six and a half inches wide that i was able to cast so that's awesome nice. i know it's still there did you put that on the um, main foundation page as well i think there's a picture of it on there okay pretty sure i did so these things moved down when the fires were raging and never went home after the fires that's that's is, what we think. Yeah, I mean, uh, sort of sounds. They like. may have been here the whole time. I just find it, you know, and it's like people talk about the whole UFO thing, and I've always questioned that also because I used to lay in my bed at night and I could see right out that window, right towards the hill, and I could watch. Mm-hmm. And I I swore I used to watch UFOs going down and behind there and flying all along that whole ridge. And really, like, wow, like is it a connection? Weird lights, or or what would you see? Did you see a, a shape of a ship or? or... Um, I could see a light and it would come the way it moved. You could tell it wasn't a plane because it would come up from like, it looked like it was coming up from behind the ridge and then it would go along the whole top of the ridge line, and then it would be just zoom and it would be gone. A few hours later, you'd see it and it would come back atop, along the top again and then it would go down and behind. Hmm. Then it would be gone. It'd be interesting to be out there at night just to see. If there is a, a correlation between the two. Right. I know. I would love, to, I'd love to be able to say that I know for a fact that's what it is, uh, but I think I'm one of millions of people who just wonder, you know? Right. Right. Well, I we, know Mike doesn't agree with that at all. No, and he's, he's not into the theory. No, he doesn't believe that. No, I think we asked him that and <laughs> he we? wasn't, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He well, said no. Yeah. We were talking to him about the and state of I don't know if Maine. I believe it. It's just, I don't want to rule out any option. No, I don't right. either. Sure. Yeah, me either. We were talking to Mike about the state of Maine and how I didn't realize how wooded. I mean, it's all woods pretty much, right, Janelle? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had no idea. It is, like the pictures <laughs> I sent you. Right. It's a, it's amazing because if you're driving in most places, you cannot see into the woods mm-hmm. because it's wow. so thick. So there is plenty of places for them to hide up there. There is, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Janelle, what do you think Bigfoot is? Do you think it? Do you think he's a uh, flesh and blood? Do you think he's, um, uh, you know, spiritual? Do you think it's uh, there's portals? Uh, they come and go. What's your theory? Your whole theory on Bigfoot? I personally think that it's some distant human relation to human being. Um, although I say that, and you know, I I just I can't help wonder if it's some some form of an ape that just has never been discovered. Mm-hmm. Um, I just know that it's like you watch all the shows and they have all of their theories. But to me, Mm -hmm. there's only two that make sense. Even though 
I believe very much in ghosts and all of that stuff until I see a portal. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's going to be right. really hard to believe that right. portals are there. Right. right. I've seen ghosts. <laughs> You've seen ghosts too. Okay. Uh, I think I have. Yeah. Well, tell us about that real quick. Why not? While we're here. Okay. Well, let's see. Um, the first time I saw one, I was probably three years old. And I had a bedroom in the house that we lived in that was haunted. And it was so haunted that my parents had to move my bed into their room because I started having nightmares about it. Wow. I can't remember exactly what happened then, but my mom said that I kept talking about a man. And um, then it went to when I was eight, my grandmother had died and my uncle had inherited the family home. And he had got married and she had several kids from a previous marriage. And her and my uncle stayed in my grandparents' old bedroom. And I had, was staying overnight one night and we were upstairs in my cousin Chris's room. And I got to give you the little layout of this. Okay. <laughs> it was it was the 70s. Sure. And <laughs> we had Kiss playing and the strobe lights on. Oh, heck yeah. And the mattress on the floor. And we can associate to the music. And the door is <laughs> cracked open and you can see footprints coming across the shag rug. Oh, no. And then all of a sudden you see a thing sit on the bed. You can't see it. It just sits on the bed. Wow. So we all get scared and we run downstairs and we're all huddled up on the couch yelling and screaming. And all of a sudden my uncle's wife starts screaming. So we all run to her room and standing at the foot of her bed is my grandmother's full apparition shaking her finger at her. Because <laughs> uh, uh, don't let, me tell let you, you kids listen to kids. Nice That's lady, what... And my grandmother didn't like her. <laughs> That story just uh, gave me chills. Later, the house burnt flat. <laughs> I know. I got my hairs are standing up on my. That arm. just gave me chills when you told that yeah. story. That that gave me more chills than the oh. Bigfoot story. To be honest with you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, let me tell you the last one. <laughs> yeah. Um. In 1985, my husband's sister died. She was only 28. Had three little kids. She was more like a sister, or I actually more like a mom to me than anything else. And we spent a lot of time together. Um, he was very close to her. And so after she had passed away, she, she died in May. And um, October was my second child's birthday, her first birthday. And she had been with me when I had the babies. So um, we had a birthday party for her that day. And my brother-in-law had come over and he said, I just want you to know the presents that I'm giving to Heidi today came from Cindy. And I said, what do you mean they came from Cindy? And he said, I found them all wrapped in the closet with her name on. So I said, okay. So she got her presents and we had our whole day and we had an apartment above my in-laws garage at the time. And so we um, had finished up the party. I took the kids up. I put my son to bed because he had fallen asleep already. My daughter was sitting on the living room rug. Um, We had an open living room and kitchen, so I could stand in the kitchen. I was doing the dishes, had the lights off except for the one above the sink, and the TV was on, and she was watching TV. And I hear her giggling. So I turned around and was like, 
what are you giggling at? And as I turned around, I saw my sister-in-law standing over her with tears running down her face. And she said, Ani Cindy loves you, honey. Happy birthday. And she bent down and gave her a kiss and she was gone. And uh, wow. <laughs> I started crying and screaming. <laughs> and my husband, who was still at his dad's house, came running up to ask me what was wrong. So I told him, which threw him off. And Hold on. I, I need a minute. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> no kidding. Jeez. <laughs> no. That's that's. that's but I heard her. I saw her. I could see she was crying. And that's crazy. Wow. Amazing stuff mm-hmm. you've been through, Janelle. Yeah, Amazing no stuff. Yeah. Amazing stuff. See, and that's Man. always been my thing. I wish someone would do a study to see how many people who have Bigfoot sightings have had paranormal experiences with ghosts. Okay. Well, one thing that we know because we I can do. If it, you know, I wonder if it takes a certain type of person, someone who's had some kind of maybe um, spiritual experience to be able to see them. That's a that's a good point, Janelle. That's um, a, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to make me start asking people that question, and going back to <laughs> our and going back to our other guests who have had those encounters and asking that question too. Hey, by the way, have you ever had a paranormal encounter? And Brian, I think a couple mm-hmm. of them already have. Have they not? That we've talked yeah. to as well. Yes, I believe that. I don't yeah. think we ever went down that. Well, that and road. I don't know if Mike told you about his experience. No, he did not. Um, mm-hmm. We were invited to Fort Knox here in Maine um, last. July, I think it was, uh, to do a paranormal fair that they had going on. And they were going to, after dark, they were going to start bonfires and we were going to do a Bigfoot talk and a ghost talk. And after that, we were going to do a tour of the fort because it's extremely haunted. (laughs) Um, So we went around, we did our thing, we went and did the tour. And while we were on the tour, we were in one of the upper battle areas. And um, we were asking questions, and we got the name of a boy. And you could hear a young boy's voice. Hmm. At that time, we were told (laughs) that a young boy had drowned in the river out front. Um, I don't know exactly when, but his grandfather had jumped in to try to save him, and they both drowned. Oh, wow. And so we went to bed. Mike and his cousin and his daughter were there and they were over in another area, but close enough to my tent. I had my grandson with me and in the middle of the night, I heard Mike start yelling in his sleep. So I started recording him Okay. and he was talking in a small child's voice and he was yelling Help me, help me, please help me. <laughs> wow. And so his cousin went to wake him up and he just yelled again and then woke up and was like, what's going on? And he's like, I don't know what's going on, but you're talking in your sleep. But it wasn't until the next morning that we actually realized that it was like that little boy talking through him. <laughs> Is Mike going to get mad at you for telling this story, Janelle? Nah. <laughs> nah. I don't think she's worried about that. <laughs> Those are some amazing stories. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm no gonna, kidding. Wow. I definitely want to check out your main Bigfoot Foundation page. Um, I do too, yeah. Yeah. 
for sure and, and see what see what's going yeah, on there. Yeah, we did uh, we finally uh the lawyers have been paid and um we are now Maine Bigfoot Foundation Incorporated. Okay, oh, all nice. the paperwork supposed to be completed by the fifteenth of May. So. Congratulations! Very cool. Congratulations! It will be an actual that is awesome. <laughs> you guys, Good. and you guys, uh, yeah, feel free and, to um, post on our on our Facebook and group page all you want to, sure. and, and get that out there for yeah, sure. We're, absolutely, we're, we're looking for your stories and all that stuff too. So, so please, please okay. feel free to do that. Okay. And if anybody else in the in the foundation wants to uh, come on and and talk to us, okay. they're more than welcome. Sure. Sure. We have a lot of people who have had experiences. So. Oh, yeah. And we would be glad to hear them. Yeah, we're always looking that for people. My husband looking. and I um, had gone camping in 2002, 2003, somewhere um, north, way up north and around what they call Indian Pond area. And um, we were with some friends that I used to work with. And I guess it was around 10, 1030 at night. It was really black, black out. You couldn't see in front of you. We had the campfire going, and all of a sudden, something threw a rock up over the bank from the other side at us and had a really deep, low growl. And it was one of those things where I knew what it was, but my husband was like, no, it can't be. And now he says, you know, that's what uh, that was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, it was. He didn't He didn't yeah. believe before, but now bears, he does. Yeah. Bears don't throw rocks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they, you know. It's impossible, <laughs> but it did. It threw it in. It's quite a deep bank. We we actually went back last summer and looked at it just to see how far down over it was, and wow. quite a ways down there. Well, you so. guys keep uh, keep doing your thing, and if you see and encounter stuff, you guys got to let us know for sure, and we'll keep yes, watching that. Absolutely. We will do that. Your page yep. for sure, and we appreciate you coming on so much, Janelle. No problem. It means a Thank lot you. to yep. us, um, and, and, our, and our guests as well. So. I think my family and I are going to try to make a trip out to the East Coast. I told Michael we're going to we may come to um, Portland, Maine, and hang out a little bit. So if I do, I might mm-hmm. get in contact with him and uh, walk around a little yep. bit and see what we can see. But that'd be cool. But um, yeah, yeah, go to the Bigfoot Museum. Oh, I definitely. Oh yeah, I definitely want to see that. That's in Portland, Maine, correct? Yeah, it's in Portland. Oh, I'm going there for sure. Yep. That's the first stop we're making. <laughs> Man, my wife's one of like, one of our oh, um, one of our that. members. One of our members who's the secretary for the uh, foundation, um, Michelle Solaire, she just wrote a book um, about Bigfoot in Maine. Okay. And that is due to be out. It's, oh. it's on that press right now. It'll be out think in you May could talk her I think into, it is. You think you could talk but her into coming really on and talking to us? She's really good friends with the owner, Lauren Coleman, and they worked on the book together. So. Oh, okay. Great. Great, great. Think you could think you could talk her into coming on and talking to us? I'm sure she would. Oh, Awesome. That would be amazing. Yeah. I'll ask her. Sure. Okay, great. That would be awesome. Yeah. We appreciate yeah. that. Okay. Well, Janelle, thanks for coming on again so much. No problem. Thank you for having me. We had a great time yeah, listening really to your stories, it. and we're going to stay in touch and talk to you again. We absolutely okay. will. Sounds good. All right. You take care. Thank you. All right. You see too. you. Bye. Thanks. If you've ever thought about doing your own podcast, you should use Anchor. It's free, it has editing and creation tools, and you can make money at it. Download the Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started for free.
Brian, again, another awesome show. Janelle was awesome and had a lot of stories, including some ghost stories, which that kind of gave me some chills, man. Yeah, no kidding. I was like, my, the hair was standing up on my arms after she told those two. That was awesome. We've talked to so many people about so many different things, and, and it's so intriguing. But as soon as this first ghost story came out, it just kind of struck me, you know. And I'm not really big into into the ghost thing, but, you know, we'll, we'll have it on the show and we'll talk about it. Oh, yeah, that's what the show's all about. It's, it covers everything. I mean, that's why we call it the Cryptid Creatures and not the Bigfoot show. Exactly. And we should check into that, what she said about, do you think that a lot of people that had Bigfoot encounters have also had spiritual encounters as well? Yes, yes, we need to look into that some more, because that made sense when she said it. I had never thought about that, but yeah, I that either. makes perfect sense. I neither. It would be more sensitive to that kind of stuff. we got to look at everything. we gotta, we got to open every every book uh, and turn every stone Anything right. we can, anything we can do to, to to find some kind of answer to this stuff, because I'm just yep. as confused before I started this with you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, still, yeah. I mean, I thought maybe this would help us get a grip. You know, I have answer, I have questions, and and I want answers, and I know you do too, and so does everyone I else do out too. there, yep. and so does everybody else. And the more and, I uh, hear, the more confused I get. I just don't I know. know what to say about <laughs> this, but I'm gonna keep plugging. Well, hopefully, man. hopefully, as we go along, we'll be able to put some. Uh, put something together and hopefully. make some sense out of it hopefully hopefully for sure for uh, sure once we get out and about and start seeing places and and talking to more people and right you know hopefully we'll well hopefully we'll get some more we need to get more guests on the show and uh we want as many as we can so once you tell them how to get a hold of us brian if they they want to get in touch uh you can get us at info at cryptidcreatures.co on our email um, you can get us at on our Twitter at cryptidcreature1, no E on the end of creature. Um, Instagram, cryptid underscore creatures. And on our Facebook page and group, you can find us there, Cryptid Creatures. Awesome. They can listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. I guess if they're listening to this, they And now on Alexa. Alexa. And we're on YouTube, right? Yeah. Yes, we are on YouTube. We're going to do some video down the road. Yep. And we appreciate all the listens, guys. Keep listening. Tell your friends and family. Uh, bring Absolutely. your friends on. Join our Facebook page and our group page. Brian, yes. thanks so much for taking this journey with me, man. It's been awesome so yeah, far. Yeah, no and problem. It, is, it has been a blast so far. I'm looking forward to the to the future. Absolutely, brother. It's amazing. And, and I can't wait to do some excursions and some conventions, so it's going to be awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to that one in November. Right on, man. That'll be fun. All right, we better sign out. Let these people do what they got to do and get on this yep. thing. So. Right on. Thank you all again. And uh, once you get out and about in the woods this summer, keep your eyes and ears open. Let us know if you right see anything. On. All right, man. Take it easy. See you next time. All right, brother. Later. <laughs>